This is One Heat Minute. Drop of a hat, these guys will rock and roll. What's your name? Wayne Grove. Look like gangbangers working the local 7-Eleven to you. Robbery homicides take me. Give me all you got! Listen, Give me all you got! I do what I do best. I take scores. You do what you do best. Trying to stop guys like me. A podcast dedicated to all 170 minutes of Michael Mann's LA crime opus Heat, one minute at a time. Welcome back to One Heat Minute. My name is Blake Howard, and uh, I am joined by, as previously described, a murderer's row of film fanatical voices. I have Stu Coop from Geek of Oz, one of the guys who I think is in the cinema more than any other human being I know. Say hello, Stu. Hello. I've got Garth Franklin, internet film trailblazer, and he was at the Pearl Harbor junket with stories to tell. Say hello, Garth. Hello. (laughs) And I have author and Guardian Film Australia extraordinaire. He is... Um, also from Crikey and the Daily Review, and he doesn't like people to know he wrote for Urban Cinephile. His name is Luke Buckmaster. Say hello, sir. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Welcome, Murderers Row, back to Michael Mann's Crime Saga. We're back together again. Um, this We've just been dissecting this heist. This is absolutely outstanding, um, this heist so far, and we're going to have one quick watch of the next unfolding minute. We're at the 13th minute of Heat, Michael Mann's epic uh, LA 1995 crime film and uh, pairing together probably two of the most iconic American actors ever um, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro and and again there are so many performers and so many uh, people that we're going to discuss even in the upcoming scenes who are really at the peak of their powers in their career so it's super exciting to talk about but we are literally Val Kilmer's Chris Chehalis is running out of a truck holding bonds. He has said, I've got it, I've got it, and we have hit pause and we are in the middle of this frenzy. Gentlemen, are you keen to see how this unfolds? Yes. Yes. I'm ready. I'm in. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I mean, if you're in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, in. I'm always yeah, no, in. I'm in. <laughs> I think we're all in. I'm in. Slip it in. You're in. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, look, Val Kilmer's already grabbed his package, so let's go. <laughs> you had me at package. <laughs> let's do this. Got it. says, I've got it, I've got it, we're good to go, they're about to walk out, and then Wangro mutters to himself something along the lines of, I think the exact lines are something like, you want to fuck with me, you want to fuck with me, like, it's yeah. almost the same line, but it's yeah. repeated with a different inflection, as in, one is like, you're fucking with me, how dare you fuck with me, and then, 
And he, it's as if he's heard something or he's actually talking to himself. Yes. Yeah. Like it's how you psych yourself. Oh, it's all entirely to, in his yeah, head. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think there's also the element of so obviously the big question is why he would suddenly shoot a guy in the face who wasn't actually overtly doing anything against him, which is yeah. a reasonable question to ask. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's in in the eyes. You know, I think the guy was kind of looking at him and challenging him in through his eyeballs. It's not specifically. Do you think he was challenging him, or the Wangrove was seeing it as a challenge? Yeah, he's perceiving it. Well, he perceives it as a challenge. Well, yeah, I think both. both, So I think it's true. Perhaps is the like intensity of the gaze is what you're seeing there, Luke? Is that what you're saying? Like like, he's he's got he's got that that stoicism. He's not fearful. He's staring into his own fear. Yeah. Or even um, respect. Maybe maybe fear. fear. I think fear is the goal. Probably yeah. the one to go for. I mean, most people, as a as a rule of thumb, have a lot of respect for a gun. That's a, that's a, that's a great <laughs> yeah. thing that people have. It's, it's, a, it's how my grandmother raised me. <laughs> <laughs> she said, gun in your face, give them the money. You've got insurance. I thought... I don't know what you're talking about, but it <laughs> makes sense. I'm it, poor. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Like, okay. Because it was, no. probably, it was an AK-47. <laughs> it was, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... He, 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 your grandmother's name was Bridget Nielsen. Yeah, yeah he received a, a challenge. It, it does feel like a fairly erratic and unreasonable move uh, to then suddenly sort of shoot someone right in the face. I think yeah. that's, that's, that's it, it doesn't leave a lot of room for negotiation. No. <laughs> he no. shoot a man in the forehead. No, but it's also, like... I mean, it also doesn't leave a lot of negotiation. The, the guy is unstable. The guy is oh, yeah. mentally unstable and he's obviously, you know, any sort of challenge to his ego. He's a bad hire. Really. I mean, and that changes the whole you film. See, you well, see, I think the thing is, there's no challenge. There is no challenge. Like, the guy, there yeah. is nothing on, out of, like, there's nothing the guy does. No, no. That actually, like, he's, the his hands are by his, his hands are by his side. Death. He's yeah. literally standing there. The only time he moves is slightly moving forward because he can't hear. And what do we all do when we can't hear? We lean in. Yes, we go into we go into whatever a, th- yeah. a figure is in front of us, and we go. I'm sorry, what? And we yeah. lean. We always lean in. We don't. Yeah. No one ever goes back, or we close our eyes. We we literally we maintain eye contact because that's how we communicate for the most part, and we we lean forward. Which mm-hmm. he doesn't even. It's not like he's stumbling around trying to go. I can't hear pointing to his ears or anything like that. He's yeah. just staring into those. He's like he's hypnotized into those. You know, sort of chasms that are Wayne Grow's eyes and he's staring into them and and, and, and and that that stare as Luke was talking about is like it doesn't show any fear he's right there but what's amazing I love in just a couple of seconds before it's almost like we watched Trejo run a line of, um, uh, of spikes. nails road spikes road yeah. spikes across yeah. the road and I almost love this crew's level of synchronicity that Kilmer goes Neil almost drags along it like a predetermined distance, and then as Neil goes, then Michael, Tom Sizemore's character, goes as well. So there's like yeah. a chain of characters that understand, and there's still... I mean, you get that. that, that they've got that, and then... But Rainbow's, it's like an entry. It's yeah. like you... you yeah. One goes in, one goes in. Like, it's... Everyone has their... This, every this guy thing has, has been obviously physically planned, like, last letter, to yeah. the point of that the road spikes, they know which direction the cops are going to be coming from. Oh, absolutely. The now, they only have one set of spikes... And a roadway that has goes in three directions, and they yeah. put it on the right roadway. They know exactly now, where it's coming. Who from. did Wayne Grove come in for? That's a great question. Yes, big yeah. question. I don't know if it's been addressed in previous episodes. No. I don't know. I, no. I don't know because there's but the this is that- not. He is the he's the black sheep of the family. So who yes. did he? How long ago was their last their last? 
crew member taken out I or got arrested. Yeah. There's, there's the feeling that feel very much like a substitute. He's new. Yes, he's new. Yeah. So yeah. when and it's it's like later in the film, Dennis Haysbert acts as a substitute for yeah, as a driver. It feels it does exactly feel like that. It feels like a substitute for someone else. But also maybe I I like to think about this job the way that I've always rationalized my head. I think it's a fantastic question. I don't think there's necessarily a right answer. But the way that I've always looked at it is. They've got a crew that has four guys. That that that's yes. the size of their crew. And they yes. this, is a, this is a five man job. This particular maybe not all their jobs, but this very specific job is too appetizing a job to take and they need a fifth. Because it's not and, and so they figure We'll get some guy who doesn't mind. He's knows his way around some hardware. He's a cowboy who he's likes cow- to get looks for the rough stuff. Looks for the rough yeah. stuff. So he doesn't mind it. So he's going to come in just to do crowd work. We're going to give him the shittiest job, the shittiest and least job. He's going to come. Thing, he's yeah. going to come with Michael Thompson. He's crowd control. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not control. tactical. He's not, not tactical. Yeah, no. There's nothing about yeah. what he's doing that is orchestrating the job. He's literally doing his one hand. No. However, basically, he needs to just not kill anyone. <laughs> yes. The one job we <laughs> have, <laughs> and he fails. Now, as <laughs> first, excuse me, uh, Wayne Girl, I'm, uh, I'm Neil McCauley, and uh, I'm a sitting <laughs> okay. I've I'm, got your resume here, and I just I've done some good work. Huh? Does you, it, you saw what I did in '88. I just I was very proud. of Really that. good yeah. work. I got if you, do you the only thing I need Macaulay you to do in this is okay. not I can do anything. I can, I can really think Macaulay would be that I, flattering. Again, I, I get, I get in '86. If you just look at my paperwork, I I killed a lot but of guys. See, 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 I'm really good at killing see, people. Wanger, I I really don't need the killing someone. Guy Are you sure? I just need <laughs> crowd control. Can you do crowd control without killing someone? You know what really controls the crowd? If you just kill one guy, yeah. then the other, the others, they don't do anything wrong. Yeah, Are you sure? What I'm saying okay. is, I really would like if you just didn't kill anyone. I, I want this job. I want it a lot. Yeah. I think I can. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can do it. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I, okay. I can. I can. I can do it. I can, do, can it. do it. I'm not. I'm not going to kill anyone. I promise. Okay. I promise. Good. All right. But, great. Because I really need I'll this job. I'll see you next Tuesday for okay. this job. Thank you very much. I, I, I won't <laughs> let you down. I just, I need this. I just, I met I a girl and she, 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 I want to get her something nice for her birthday. I really need the money. Is I, you she a girl that you're going to kill in a hotel? Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get Wayne Grow and these links in the chain are, are dragging around this armored car that's laying on its side they are ready to go they are in and out it's it's the same level of orchestration and synchronicity that was getting into this truck is coming out of it and we now have Wango here he can't help himself they're out they're out they're actually done they're done the job's done these guys aren't going to do anything yep they're, they're, Neil's what so even in the staging of the scene um, as as Chris goes Neil goes and and Michael, so Tom Sizemore's character, is watching them go. Then Neil, like, stops halfway to keep an eye on the guards with his gun. Like, if these guards make a move on us in our backs, I'm going to shoot them. So and These guys are only getting robbed. It's yes, not their money. No, not they, their money. No. Like, when, when, the bank's money? Yeah. when HR turns up and say, what did you guys do? They legitimately go, look around. <laughs> do you think we... This is not an inside job. There's yeah. nothing to say to that. They, we've got... We kept most of the money. They sold one envelope. That's yes. pretty good. We got not, 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 not 900 envelopes in there. Like, we can't look after all of them. And he lost one. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And so you see, you see this, but that's what I think is even more amazing is that this is last moment, this is last stitch, mm. and he can't help himself. It's incredible. Yeah. And so uh, we, we're sort of watching it back as, as you guys are watching it, and there's just this... 
Well, the second yeah, the second is an actual self defense move. That's a proper yeah. So the driver, the the guy we've seen with that amazing and Luke and I talked about it on a previous episode, this amazing guy who does this very um, blank faced uh, sort of canvas of a performance, that sort of furrows his brow at the confusion. He's out. He's bloodied up. He's a bit you know he's he's a bit worse for wear after being in the driver's seat. And immediately as his counterpart is headshot, he reaches down to an ankle gun, gets it, and Neil turns around as proficient as you like. Bah, 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 bah. He's but down. What guts with his tight, like with a little six shooter yeah. against ankle, against ankle gun it. against him. And a, that's a, like a, a full on automatic. Yeah, I like would have that's the gun in and the you yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I don't know him that well. Yeah. <laughs> Prick was always yeah. reading the newspaper yeah. while I'm trying to drive. Never even played to do Never did the cryptic crossword. He always used the basic one. And I'll give Cripple Group. Man here, this is the first use of the automatic weapon in the film. There's a bunch more in this movie. Yeah, yes. Uh, and he, so many filmmakers, they sort of tone it down. They actually make it seem like, almost like a toy. Yeah. And he's like, no, these are not toys. This is a cannon. This is a thing that will yeah. kill yeah. on impact. And this yeah. is like, yeah, it's this ferocious. Mow down everything. This is ferocious. For, for anyone who watches Heat, and, and this is something that I do pretty regularly, it's... In the opening of this film so far, you have it turned up quite loud on your television. It's about 11 o'clock at night, your wife and your baby are asleep. And in this moment, when the automatic weapon goes off, the entire house shakes. Dogs, you wake dogs in the neighborhood yeah. start yelling. You wake everyone up because... And then the wife goes, heat again. Yeah. And the sound is blistering. I think the sound design of this movie is absolutely incredible. Yeah. But particularly with this moment, they are frightening. Those assault rifles are frightening. And especially, they have a way of dwarfing the opposition. And I think in this moment... It's already bad enough that he's a guy who's bleeding out of his ears. He's already bloodied up. He's been in a bit of trauma. He's instinctively reaching for his six-shooter to protect his counterpart. And bang, 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 Neil unloads. And you've got this final driver. I love this. Tom Sizemore just stalks in so beautifully. We're at 12 minutes, 16 seconds in this 13th minute. He stalks up to this driver. He lines him up. And he turns to Neil for instruction. Oh, for for permission. For permission. permission. Yeah. Yeah. It's the alpha. It's the alpha turning back to the... the, the, no, no, it's the beta turning back to the alpha. Yeah. The beta yeah. turning to the yeah, alpha. Sorry, yeah, sorry. And, and on the right hand of the scene, I love the out of focus. You see yeah. uh, Tom Sizemore's face turning back to Robert De Niro's character. Shaking, yeah. And you are piercing in those eyes, in that in that mask. Because the game has changed. But again... Because with the death of the first cop, they're now cop killers. Yes. Which means they're going to be hunted, they're going to be things. This whole gig has changed completely. But how importantly, so, we're not getting the blacked out eyes no. that we got with Wangrove. We're no. now getting his eye. We're now yes. getting De Niro's eyes. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. It's all wordless. Yeah, this is the this is the moment of no return. Yeah, and, and nothing can ever be the same again. No. 170 minutes, and in 12 minutes and 19 seconds, this is the point of no return. And that's but, rare. My films like you should take a while to set up. Yeah. And also importantly, like what gets yeah. turned on that when it needs, you know, as you know, we'll find out that when it's time to rock and roll, they do it. They have no problem with getting violent. No, no. Like when no. they need, there's to, no hesitation. You've Wangrove has put them in a position that they need to shoot themselves out of it. We're going to do it. All right. they're, we're, but we're not going to argue again, the toss they're, there. Again, they're professionals. Yeah. They're not going to kill inefficiently. No. If they have yeah. to do it, they will. But yeah. they will not do it unless they and have There's also a terrifying potential situation here. I mean, if you're, uh, say, a bystander, maybe you, you work at Easy Financing, maybe you're on your break, <laughs> and, and you're looking at these people in ambulance costumes... How could you ever call an ambulance again? It's yeah, it's like a medical you professional. You yeah, distrust I mean, the whole thing. When one goes through health issues, how yeah. could you call these people? You'd be afraid well, to mud this, this is a great example of a lack of universal health care. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll find that the gun is not the symbol of emergency health care. 
It's not. It's traditionally not. It's I've never seen. Like, I've never seen a duck on a hockey mask. <laughs> no, it's usually a, a dove or something tender. Yes, yeah, like not. Cal- the, what do they call it? A calendar yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's that, not a rifle. Stuff, because, yeah. yeah, this is a commentary for the American listeners here. We have uh, Medicare in Australia. And sure. We don't yeah. kill sure. people with uh, AK forty seven. No, you don't pay your levy to be to put on Kalashnikovs. <laughs> no, and so I love this. Here we go. It's just a. What is fantastic between about the 12th minute, about 18 seconds and 12 minutes and 20 seconds is that you see the reaction of the final person that is in that truck. You see Michael look back and he looks for permission to kneel. Mm. And there's a guy who's bewildered here. It's about 12 minutes and 19 seconds. Mm. This is what I actually love. This humanity... The raw humanity on this guy's face at 12 minutes and 19 seconds. He's bewildered. He can't believe that the guy next to him picked up a six-shooter and was trying uh, trying to engage with assault rifles. He's this... Every man. It's 12 minutes and 19 seconds of this movie and you've got an every man. And he's like, what are you doing? Well, He's almost saying, look, your guy, in, in his look, he's saying, look, your guy broke the rules. Yeah. Our guy broke the rules. That's tit for tat. I'm, just, I didn't see anything. I didn't see I anything. Didn't, I saw hockey mask. I just, go I, I just yeah, I, yeah. He needs a hug. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay, Dave? And what's, just, de- and what's oh. devastating <laughs> is that by 12 minutes, 22 seconds... Neil gives a nod of permission with one, not even one second of hesitation. He looks over at the guy and he's like, I have a dead guy there. I have a dead guy there. Two out of three are dead. We're cop killers. I can't leave witnesses. That's how quick that decision is. Importantly, oh, I, I don't no, know if no, you're no, going to no, go there, but I know, right I know why no one's there. Yeah. $13,000 is not a steal for that car. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 94. Is that now for a mayo? <laughs> That is not driving off the lot at thirteen thousand dollars. I'm sorry, that car as well. Uh, thinking it's quite mysterious. It looks like it's parked on top of another car. Yeah. yeah. What? Why so how much is the car? How much is the car worth that that's under? Like yeah, how much yes, is the one underneath? Yes, because yes. two grand at thirteen thousand. No, you're not driving that off the lot. Well, you're going to drive over four cars to get car out. That drives along on stilts. Well, then thirteen thousand dollars is reasonable. Then a home steal. Do you cash or credit? So luckily, you do easy finance because. It's just next door. It is. It's on the convention center. That's what you know. Awesome. Uh, 12 okay, minutes, 23 seconds. Between 12 minutes, 23 and 12 minutes, 24, a double tap to the chest mm. and yeah. sternum. So proficient. And the guy is down. Yeah. And Michael does not hesitate. He walks Head up. Shot. And in under, yep. it's about 12 minutes, 28 seconds. That's how you do efficiency. Bang, bang. <laughs> double tap to the chest and head. And if you've seen Michael Mann's insanely great film, Collateral, you would see that Tom Cruise's only does only yeah. proficient Vincent the assassin. His proficiency is double tap to the chest and to the head, and there's a couple of sensational ones in an alleyway where Jamie Foxx is zip tied to a wheel yes. where he double taps from the <laughs> yeah. hip and yeah. into the head, which is even more incredible. So you see this level of proficiency. You know that these guys are you know if if it was any doubt that these guys were pros, you are not only seeing it unfold in this scene, but you're seeing it specifically in these actions and just in. Like in seconds, in eight seconds, we're seeing the permission that you can kill the final witness and you've seen it executed with a level of proficiency that's pretty incredible. The interesting thing about this minute as well is that the it's almost paced very similar to post-crash in that there's the fallout from the, the impact of the crash. Yes. There's a, a settling. Yes. There's almost an impact from the shot. There's yes. a settling as well. Absolutely. It's like, yeah. bang, another impact has happened. We're going to settle, and then 
action's going to happen. Yes. So it's something occurs and then there's action around yep. that as well. So we're at, you know, 30 seconds in. And, and, and what I love is Michael doesn't run. He jogs. Yeah. There's no yeah. rush. There's no, no there's no, no threat. We're, no. we're no. just going to get in the, we're back on the tour bus. This is, this, this is what we are, this, this is a logical outcome occasionally to an error happening in our process, but mm. where we're willing to escalate it as necessary. Mm. It's so proficient. So everyone gets in the back of the But they hold bus. formation as well. Yeah. Like someone's, so Kilmer's yep. already in the car. They already continue. They continue to um, undertake what the process is, which is they get in the yep. back of this ambulance. They start to strip off all of their um, uh, uh, the ambulance yeah. paraphernalia because they're still dressed as paramedics, and, and they're not real ambulance and they're not, drivers. Not real yeah. guys. Trios in the front. <laughs> I think then you can only wear it for so long <laughs> yeah, yeah, so like, because it becomes an, you're impersonating an ambulance driver. Yeah, so it's another the crime. quicker you take it off, the like, you're lessening the. Like, and the standard yeah. procedure if you're a guy in the back of a van in Los Angeles is to basically strip off all your clothes with four other guys. It's called Saturday. <laughs> I love that at 12 minutes 46 that De Niro can't help, but he wants to beat up. Does, he throw, this, does he throw that punch? No, I don't think he hits him. I don't I think, think he, he just does. Can't, I think he can't help it. He yeah. He's too disciplined. The discipline kicks yeah. in. He's, like, he's, he's too... Yeah, he's like, no. you mother... He's, he's not going to break his hand over nah, this he guy. Wants, he wants no. to smash his face in, but he's just almost like, I have to show no, my distance. We have to get out of this situation. And the beautiful yeah. thing is, we've forgotten all about the road spikes at this time. Yeah. Yes. We've forgotten they're out. They're, yeah. they're why out. would you lay them down? There's no point. Yes. You guys are getting a getaway. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And, and we know... If it's happening in real time, it's under three minutes, so it's yeah. good. The cops are actually pretty quick on this response. They yeah, they are. They come through. Just Los Angeles cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor LA cops. And, um, They're used to a lot of stuff going down outside Easy Finance. Yeah. Easy, well, <laughs> well, to be fair, it's LA cops. So, I mean, it, it involves th- uh, three white guys in a van, so they're usually responsive fairly fast. <laughs> three black guys in a van would be a the, different the, story. The reason they're not going down to Easy Finance is because they've got all these people ringing it. I just made a steal there at Easy Finance. <laughs> and they're like, do you still want can't. Like, oh, with this prices, I'm basically stealing. <laughs> so we get to 12 minutes and 53 slash 54 seconds, and we see the road spikes that Treya has laid out as part of his uh, uh, part of his role in this entire uh, heist. We've got the Raja truck that's left. We've lime got green other, too. Lime Ooh. green truck. We've got the other work car that's left, and bang, bang, two cop cars are out instantaneously to stop the chase of the ambulance. The ambulance makes their getaway, and a third cop car comes past, but um, kind of has to steer away and stop themselves. So again, the end, overpasses there. The overpasses again. The reinforcement that we are in a situation where there are many exits, and it's going to be broken down later by Vincent and his team. His team are very proficient detectives and investigators are going to come through. But again, at 13 minutes... So much has happened in this movie. No. So much has happened in this movie. And and even just to the clinical things, exactly what Stu said, which is that the we've laid down the road spikes and the cops are down. Yeah, like to take out the first responders. Yes. Because let alone, like, they don't even have time. They're now worried about their vehicles. They're worried about this. Mm. Every second that goes by is the ambulance being down another 100 metres down the road and could be anywhere. Yes. So before they get out of... They're going to like have to stop all their buddies going. They're going to get people to come and look at their cars before they even start looking canvassing for witnesses. Mm-hmm. You're talking minutes going by before it even settles. Um, adrenaline calms down. The ambulance is gone. Beautiful. And yeah, for nothing, because they could have stood there and shot it out with them. But why bother? We're down the road. Yeah. The only thing is I don't know is why they didn't do anything to the truck. Why didn't they like, put a bomb in the truck, in the, the actual um, truck they hit? Yeah, oh, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah that's an interesting one. Um, uh, but then I guess the time wouldn't be 
Like it's hard to. I guess there yeah. would be uh, not that much benefit for how much time it might take. Yeah. Although you might be able to throw a couple of grenades in and just walk yeah. away. We were already backing up but anyway. Then there's a lot of heat and there's a lot of flame and it could. And there's a lot more attention. If, co- if, if a cop's driving over one of those overpasses, for example, and they see a truck get grenaded, that's an attention but grabber. There's also yeah. a lot of. That would be an intention. <laughs> well, there's probably. Absolutely. I would imagine there'd be some kind of code where they don't want to like delay a lot of the legitimate mail that was in there. Oh, absolutely. Like, cause why, <laughs> should, why should you, like, disadvantage... Only, they've only gone in to hit the one thing. Yes. yes. They're not yeah. trying to disadvantage everyone else. Yeah. That, no. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that they don't care because they've already done... We've, <laughs> well, seen, we've, yeah. seen, we've seen how meticulous they've been as far as... That yeah. truck is stolen. They know it's stolen out of state. We learn sure. later in the yes. film. Um, we, we see that Chris is using an Arizona license and he's purchasing from another store that's, you know, potentially outside of Los Angeles to get the shape charge. So they're so meticulous that it, for me, when I look at this and I see that then leave the truck, it's just like, that's the plan. I'm going to steal a car and I'm going to dump it. I'm going to steal that truck. I'm going to dump it. I'm going to mm. dump that ambulance because that's the most... I suppose, telling potential thing that's got all of our paraphernalia yeah, in yes. it. But at the end of the day, I'm out. And they're all yes. on gloves. So nothing yeah. can be touched. There's no. no fibers or anything that have been left. The, only the whole thing is the, le- the less of a connection between them, the better. Yeah. The, whole, the, the only one is Wayne Grow on that truck. Yeah. Wayne Grow got in without gloves. So there's potential that Wayne Grow. But he's outside. Does he ever go in? No, he's always outside. Outside the truck. Because yeah. he's looking out for the crowd. We're not actually touching anything in the truck. No, not no, but just the, just the crowd. shooting the crowd in the face. Not <laughs> except for looking at odds, at odds with looking after the crowd. <laughs> no, no, looking after the crowd. <laughs> one job. Yeah, one, one job. fucking job. We are thirteen minutes. We are up to the fourteenth minute of Michael Mann's crime opus Heat. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me. I think. We've got one more in us. We've got one more tailing off into the end of this heist and then I'll thank you for your services and I'll extend this journey beyond. But I would love, after the next episode, I'm going to get your guarantees on this one. I'd love to have you back on I'd, one heat I'd minute. I'd love to be back. Yeah, that's true. That, I'm, in. It that's doesn't, I'm in. It doesn't take a good deal at easy financing for me to be back. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's for sure. Gentlemen, we're going to be back. At uh, these prices. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a steal. It'd be criminal not to. <laughs> <laughs> These prices, I'd rather have my face shut off with a Beretta. Um, we'll be back for the next episode of One Heat Minute. We'll be up to the 14th minute of Michael Mann's Heat. And uh, nearly, I want to say 10% of the way through. Nearly 10% yeah, of yeah. the way through of this absolutely sensational epic. And we have more than three hours of recording so far. Um, and absolutely... Uh, coming on four. Yeah. Coming on four. Look, it, I, I wasn't... I'm not surprised. Um, this movie is effortlessly rewarding on rewatch, so I'm not surprised that I've got more to talk to you about. Coming on about. four. Wasn't that your sex tape from the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> four? Jesus. I think it's an amateur round. you think this is? Minimum eight. Come on. I think that's a perfect way to end this episode. Thanks for listening to One Heat Minute, and we're going to go talk to Bortree in between episodes. Thank you so much, Garth Franklin, Stu Coote, Luke Buckmaster. You can find Garth at, at Dark Horizons on Twitter, Stu Coote at, at Stu underscore watches on Twitter, and Luke Buckmaster at Luke Buckmaster, all one word, on the Twitter sphere. Guys, thank you so much for listening. It is now episode 11 of One Heat Minute. We are having an absolute blast producing this show for you, so thank you so much. Thank you to our music guy, Paul Davies. Thank you to Garth Franklin for his assistance with website design. And subscribe, rate, review on whatever podcast app you use. We would love your feedback. Thank you so much for listening.